Good evening. This is the weekly wrap for Friday, February 10th. Uh, we've got some bullish news in the middle of the night out of Russia, where the energy minister announced that they would be cutting back oil production by 500,000 barrels a day. And that got the oil market off to a good start in the middle of the night. Uh, the grains didn't fully react to it until the open this morning. Um, it sounds like that uh, the market is getting increasingly concerned about the activity in Russia and Ukraine. Russia had heavy, heavy bombardment of missiles and drones throughout uh, Ukraine, and in particular in Kiev, which is the capital that Ukraine has recaptured, but Russia did attack Kiev pretty heavily. And so I think one of the variables that we've been holding on to for a while as a bullish variable the war in Ukraine is starting to reassert itself. Uh, it looks like it spooked the funds. Uh, wheat was the big winner, uh, up 30 cents uh, on today's close. That pulled corn higher, almost 10 cents, and soybeans uh, up dramatically as well, closing at its highest level at near 1540 on the March contract. And so that variable is in play. We've got um, the other two variables, if you remember, are the Federal Reserve slowing its rate hikes. So we got confirmation of that uh, last week with just the quarter point rate hike. And then they won't meet for another couple months. So the rate hikes are slowing dramatically. That has pulled the dollar down, helping the valuations of U.S. exports. Uh, and then the third variable is the China reopening. And that continues to be a dominant theme in the world of commodities and commodity analysis. Many believe that it ultimately is going to lead to a large demand pull for all commodities uh, uh, into China. So I think it looks like to me the way this market is setting up is that over the next 30 to 60 to 90 days, we will have all three of these variables firing at the same time. We will have the demand pull from China. We will have the concerns about the war. And we will have a, a relatively soft dollar that will allow U.S. exports um, to climb and be stay very, very strong. The other variable that continues to nag at the market is South American weather. Uh, Argentina is got back to a, a hot and dry spell over a good portion of their soybean crop. Um, confirming the idea that we would lose another five to six million metric tons of both corn and beans uh, in that country. The rains continued to uh, fester in the central and northern part of Brazil, delaying harvest, uh, delaying the planting of the safrina corn crop. And for corn uh, in particular, it's very important that Brazil gets that corn crop planted fully by February 25th. That's sort of the magic date. And so any corn planted beyond that date is either will not get planted or will suffer uh, severe yield losses. So we will continue to watch the weather in South America. But I think all of these variables came together today in a bit of a moderate panic type trade, uh, which brings back into focus for us all of the targets that we're looking for in the grain markets. We're still looking for 730 on March corn. We're still looking for 1570 on March soybeans. 
We have uh, we we have still our targets near ten dollars on wheat. We're a long ways away from that, uh, but technically we did confirm breakouts in wheat this week, and I will show you that in the charts only videos that come out over the weekend. For cotton, we did have a good export sales week. Um, we did offset that with uh, some heavier ginnings than expected, so it does look like the. The crop is going to be uh, slightly over 14 million bales, closer to the government number. We won't get confirmation of the size of the crop for several months, but it does look like it's going to be closer to the government number than what the market thought. But the most encouraging thing about cotton is the demand. We had a big export sales week, and if we continue this for a few more weeks, the government will be forced to raise their demand number by quite a bit. China reopening is a key component of that. Um, the fact that the United States, uh, the U.S. dollar has weakened, has uh, reasserted uh, the United States cotton in, in to be the most competitive in the world. And so we'll just continue to grind uh, with a weaker dollar and hopefully better than expected demand. That will ultimately get us through this 90 cent area, get us a shot in marketing cotton in that 95, 96, uh, 97 cent area and then we will get caught up on sales at that point. Uh, technically, it does look like the cotton market still has a shot in that 105, 110 area for those of you that are willing to ride out this market through the summer. So that's the update. I uh, hope you have a wonderful weekend. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS. And be looking for that uh, charts-only video coming out most likely on Sunday morning. Take care.